Hello. 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 Welcome to what is definitely the first ever 17th Wrongdoings podcast. Yes, it's not that we recorded an episode 17 before, which we made a bit of... Oh, you're far too quiet, Nick. You're going to have to do better than that. Hello! That's better. Oh, by, 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 you you meant too quiet, not too low. That's right, sorry. Sorry. I should have been more clear. I should have said quiet rather than low, shouldn't I? Our our combined colds have have meant that we are confusing frequency with amplitude, I'm afraid. It's true. And... We've learnt our lesson about too much kissing. Yes. Before podcasts. The topic today Yes, is please, what is the topic today? Who will defuse Britain's ticking immigration time bomb? Splendid. Let's not discuss that then. <laughs> no. It's quite funny. We were we were wondering before we started recording what would John Gaunt talk about? Yeah, that's right. Uh, what would Richard Little John talk about? What would Melanie Phillips talk about? And surprisingly, <laughs> it was the it was, same. It was immigration, it turns yes. out. It's the only thing that they will talk about. Now, I think because of our cold, um, mm-hmm. Victoria knew some weeks ago that we were going to get one. She's psychic like that. Yes, and so she bought us a bottle of something that mm-hmm. isn't rum, but it's a type of sake. It's, as, you, as you'll know, it's called Akashitai Shirame Umeshu. Mm-hmm. which is plum-infused sake. How many years did you spend living in Japan? <laughs> I spent nearly zero years. Nearly zero. Nearly wow. zero. Um, and it's uh, it's a rich and sweet sake with natural plum essence. Your translation is superb. It is very good. Shall, shall we Shall we pour some on it? It's only 14% by volume. Okay. So let's open It's a little up. light for us on the Yeah, let's o- open. Okay. I'll, I'll open it. Toward the mic. Oh, I like that. That was good. I thought it was going to be disappointing that it had a good, a good finish. I was a bit alarmed that there was a slight fizz. Oh dear. Ah, on? yes, I can see why. Are we ready? We're going to ug it. I don't know if I can angle it properly for an ug but let's try. No. No. That's you reckon that's plenty. enough? I think I would say You want so. some as well? Yeah, I think so, yeah, it'd be nice. <laughs> we can share, I mean, we shared our <laughs> germs. That's true. There we go. Thank you very much. Right. It's poured on ice. We don't normally have ice. We no. have our rum neat because we're real men. Yes, but this is sake. Yes. Hmm. What does it smell of? Well, there are plums in there. It smells yeah, it smells of Christmas because of the plums. It smells it... of uh, Christmas pudding. Well, no, my olfactory memory was this. Uh, my grandmother used to have a huge plum tree in her. <laughs> I thought you were going to say your grandmother had huge plums. <laughs> no, and and the thing is, the plums used to always fall on the ground. Oh, yeah. and start rotting. We have that in our back garden. And that's what here. it smells. It smells like you're walking on the plum detritus. I made jars and jars of plum jam from the plums from our tree last year that is you why have you, some, it's why like a jar of plum jam to take home with you yes yeah, I, mean, I, was about, I was about some. to get a little bit upset that you'd never offered me any there of your you go. plums you can have some can I have you're some always welcome to taste my plums Nick <laughs> can I have some after see if you can make the joke three times okay and then see what happens um, after <laughs> that will pop out after after this recording can you give me some plum jam on toast Sure, would you like to gently fondle my testicles? Oh, oh damn it, it all went oh, wrong. I misunderstood. Doe. Doe, as, as Homer Simpson yes. would say so hilariously. Uh, every day. Can we agree now that the Simpsons are not yes. good? Okay, yeah, absolutely. Good. I just wanted to... All those out there... I, there mean, was a, I heard the chorus of listeners say yeah. yes as well. I mean, I still tune into the radio and have people have hagiographies about the Simpsons as though mm-hmm. it's the most radical thing ever. And, you know, anybody from, from, front, from front row to... Um, yeah. To the Sun Radio, whatever you subversive call it. Subversive sitcom, the Subversive, the, the most amazing so comedy subversive. ever written. I, I love how it subverts things, like, it, you know, like yes. the very nature of fa- the fabric of reality. Yes, the family, 
family life, how even if your dad's a bit of a nudnik, you'll still love him. That's, That's very true. subversive. Yeah. Who'd have thunk it? I might say something like Family Guy, where yeah. it's just, you know, yeah. just an incessant uh, rape and paedophile jokes. No, family That's guy. not subversive, Yeah, yeah, though. exactly, no. Let, let's try this okay. drink. But it smells of Christmas pudding to me. Mm -hmm. Wow. Mm. It's like There's taste lot, of plums. There's a lot going on there, but it's very plummy. I like it. It's a strange, it's very um, un... Alcoholic. Mm. Plums. Yeah, plums. It's plum juice. It's plum juice. Yes. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> yeah. Quite and, nice. And finished. It's nice on the back of the throat. Um, we're not going to rant about The Simpsons today because on your... Blog. <laughs> you were going on about very uh. important matters of state. Stop, stop eating your chocolate. Why? Because it's rude to the ladies and gentlemen out there who don't have chocolate because they're starving children in Africa. <laughs> I'll starve it to our starving children in Africa listeners. I'm very sorry, yes. but I would suggest maybe trading in your pa your laptop yes. for some chocolate. <laughs> anyway, in your blog, you yeah. talked about ketchup. Sorry, I thought I thought you were going to introduce it. I was waiting. No, to I, was, I was. I was being. We're a not very good double act, are we? No, you were talking about ketchup, and of course, that's the most important thing to be talking about in these times of strife. Mm -hmm. uh, would you like to give a praise? Because I'm sure everybody who can read in our listenership has read your. That's right. Entry. So yes. can you can you discuss it? I went to Cheddar Gorge yesterday. Why? Uh, because uh, an, an of an instruction on Stuart Campbell's <coughs> website that said that that's how Valentine's Day should be spent. Is going to buy cheddar at Cheddar Gorge. Yeah, but he also believes that Scottish people are going to end up killing all others. That's he? what he says, yes. Yeah. Definitely what he thinks. Yes, he thinks that they're a superior race. Anyway, Fortunately, he hates all forms of audio, so he'll never listen to this. Yeah. Hates, so. He hates the English and the audio. Yeah, that's right. Right, so that's you went okay. to Cheddar Gorge. Yeah, which is great. Cheddar Gorge is brilliant, because I'm going to tell you, I'm going to read you a list of attractions available... At Cheddar Gorge, and I want you to this tell me. This is England where everything's nice. <laughs> yeah, everything's lovely. Nice. Um, what were you saying earlier? It's good for asthmatics. Yeah, that should be. In in England, great for asthmatics because it won't take your breath away. It's nice. That's, you should work for the tourist yeah. board. Well, look, okay, this is right. This is Cheddar Gorge. This is a list of attractions you can get into, and I want you to tell me how much you would pay mm. for a ticket for this. Okay. I'll, be, I'll try to be serious. Okay, there's Goff's Cave. It's Britain's most beautiful cave. Mm -hmm. um, in I think that's just a direct snub against Wookiee Hole. Well, well, I've been to the Kango Caves in South Africa, so it's got well, a lot. Britain's most beautiful. Yeah, cave. but that's still got a lot to. Well, I'm I remember saying, how much that cost. To get I think it's a direct so. snub against yeah. against Wookiee Hole. Anyway, Britain's most beautiful cave in Britain's biggest gorge. Again, that's probably not saying much. Our easy-to-use audio guides tell the story of its Ice Age creation, Stone Age occupation, Victorian exploration. Full stop. Oh, and Victor. And then it goes, there's a child story too, and child has a capital C. Right, so I'm glad that it's easy to use and not difficult okay. to use. So they that, 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 the biggest highlight of the cave is, the, have to audio, walk around with is a real, the audio guide. You don't have to walk around with a reel-to-reel -reel tape recorder strapped <laughs> to your back, so that's good. Or some ghastly human being talking yes. to you. Yeah, that would be awful if they actually yeah. employed a There's the guide. Museum of Prehistory, Enter the World, and Mindset of Our Ancestors. That's quite a bold claim. <laughs> um... From out of Africa, I pay to quite Cheddar a lot Man. to be able actually to enter somebody's <laughs> <a> mindset brain. <laughs> Phenomenal, uh, phenomenological. Flint actually, flint napping. You ever done any flint napping? I bet you haven't. Um, uh, that sounds uncomfortable. I prefer to nap on nap mattresses made of <laughs> That's down. That's a good point. It's napping with a K. It's a kicking nap. Well, pronounce it properly then. Flint knapping. Yep. Fire lighting, cave painting, predators, 
and pray sex and religion. Ooh, trying to get uh, the kids with that one. And evidence of cannibalism. Mm. Parental guide for children is recommended. Mm. And there's Cox's cave, which clearly is not beautiful. No, it's, 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 it's not as Cox. beautiful as Goff's. No. Um, brilliantly coloured grotto, mm. visited by leisure classes since 1837, who came to admire its Gothic splendour. Mm. Um, and then there's the Crystal Quest. Some mm. caves and door, uh, do- so caves are doorways to the spirit world. Oh God! This is a fact here. It doesn't say <laughs> they might be. They are. are recognised by shamans and the celebrated author J.R.R. Tolkien. <laughs> Tolkien was famously uh, into the, into um, caves, crystals, and spirituality. Exactly. Yeah, he never professed any other faith or religion, did he? No, of course no. not. He was a heathen. That's right. Deep within this cave lies a world of good and evil, dragons and ancient sorcery. Be brave, dear friends. Space exclamation mark. So, so there, so, so there are dragons in this cave, then. Yeah, there are, and sorcery. There's mm. a look at this grammar here. Look, ancient sorcery. Space. Four full stops. Dot 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 dot. Space. Be brave, brave, comma, dear, dear friends. Space, space exclamation mark. mark. <laughs> and that's the official tourist guide. The lookout tower climbed 274 steps from the valley floor to reach the top of the cliffs and the lookout tower to see how the Cheddar Gorge was dramatically carved out of the Mendip Hills by Ice Age meltwaters. Surely by fairies and pixies. They That's don't true. want to admit right. that. Clifftop Gorge Walk, a two-hour, three-mile circular walk you have to pay to go on the walk. <laughs> to pay to go on the walk. <laughs> walk. <laughs> which is really nice. Um, and then finally, the Gorge Tour Bus, which we can tell you, because wa- we watched it go past, uh, takes about five minutes. Because <laughs> we sort of go up the hit road and then come back down again. <laughs> and an open-top bus with about six people on it each time. Mm-hmm. And that's bored at Lakeside for an open-top bus tour. Yeah, through sounds like I'd be very bored at Lakeside. Hmm. Our guide points out all the landmarks and drops you off at Goff's Oh, you actually get a guide then. It's not it's not driven yeah. by a tape recorder. <laughs> Daily, April to September. Mm-hmm. And at weekends in March and October. Well, it's February and it was running. Mm. So that's a flat out lie. Okay, so basically you get to go into two or three caves and a museum and you go and go for a walk. £2.20. Is that how much you would pay for an adult? I would be slightly annoyed to pay that, but I would. £2.20. What's yeah. the very highest amount you think I could possibly be about to tell you? It can't be more than a fiver, honestly. I'm going to tell you, that costs, per person, yeah. £17. <laughs> <laughs> Which is our no, Welcome to Britain. No, this is unbelievable. <laughs> I'd expect to get into Disney World for that price. I think... I think it's not Chessington World of Adventures. You know, the Lord Jesus already did all your building work for you. All you're doing is nothing. It's absolute, and that's what we did. We just laughed out loud when we saw that. Did you pay it? Oh, good heavens, no! Of course not. We went and climbed on the rocks instead. Did you? Who, who did you pay to do cheese. that? We paid no one. We you just did. paid nature. So you decided to have a delicious meal because the one thing that Britain, okay, we make fun, but England does do extraordinarily good restaurants. Oh yes, good value and bon viveur. Oh yeah, that's true. So uh, you went into the well. What, what was the restaurant called? I can't remember now. Make up a name. It's I'll find it. It's on the blog. It's yeah. called the. It was something like the Hillside Cottage or something like that. Cottage. So it, it, it was homely and, and it wel- looked lovely. homely and welcoming. It was on the other side of some water substance in mm. the that was next to the road, mm. and you had to walk around the water and then got the thing, and it looked very nice. And then we looked on the menu. On and the it, sort of looked, it looked welcoming, didn't it? Oh yes, it looked very nice. That's and the sort of thing where nobody, people wouldn't be niggardly. <laughs> That's not just a word you can say. <laughs> yes, it is. I'm sure, it's not. <laughs> people wouldn't be niggardly. I don't like that word. I don't think we should use it. <laughs> <laughs> what's wrong with you 
<laughs> so the menu on the outside, we looked at the prices because we were expecting, you know, £12 for a sandwich and so mm. on. And it wasn't, it was between 5 to £6 for a meal. So we thought, mm. oh, that's very reasonably priced. Well, I wonder how many years, I'm 32, and I still haven't figured out if it's reasonably priced. There's a gonna, reason. A, yes. <laughs> look, right. look up the word There's a word reason. reasonably should remind me, there's a reason why. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Mum's so, gone to Iceland. <laughs> exactly. Basically. Chef's gone to Iceland. <laughs> yes. So we went into this place and we sat down. And a, a reasonably nice, it was very confusing because you had to go up to the counter <coughs> to order, but you also had to go to your table first. And then you had to remember your table number, then go back up to the counter, and it was all kind of back to front. It's the usual, the usual. Yeah, just just to get yeah. you slightly alienated to begin with. So that please you... choose a table. We won't actually serve you no. at any point. No. Okay. So I just want to compare this to America. If you go into the like, there's a place in in Chicago um, on. Uh, uh, I can't remember the name of the road now. I think there's a chain, a big chain across yeah. all of America called Golden Nugget. Yes, it's a big chain. Yeah, they, and they do, it's like a breakfast, all day breakfast mm. diner type place. You go in there and it's it's what, I think they give you money to have breakfast there. Yeah. It's so cheap. And you sit down and a very friendly person comes up. Well, when, whenever I go to the diner, especially in New York and in San Francisco, it's, it's more than one person. There's one chap who brings the water. Because oh, yeah, you yeah. get your free ice water. You don't have That's to right. ask, beg them it's, to bring it, it in some almost, stinky tap water. Normally, before you've even sat down, the water's been delivered yes. to your table. The condiments are on your table and ready to be used. And, 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 and prolific. Yes. There's a little um, metal container of, of, of serviettes. Yes, indeed. For you to use. Um, if it's lunchtime, they will bring probably coleslaw and pickles to your table without true. asking. A basket of bread. Yes, that sort of stuff. Right. Yeah. Um, and then a, a friendly, bustly lady will come over and she'll say, are you ready to take your Can I take your order? Yes. She'll be very friendly. She'll recommend what Oh, no, no, sorry, that's not true. Before that, if it, just as you sat down and your water's arrived and you shut down, they go, someone will come up and go, would you like any coffee? Yes. Go, yes, and they'll bring over the co- you know, two pots, decaf, regular. Pour, which, will, which, which will constantly be... How much There's, a, your, word, there's how a strange word. Constantly be... Refilled. Refilled. It's not a word I've come through. <laughs> yes. So if you, uh, how much of it? Because they have those of the lovely yeah. stone mugs they use. How yeah. far? How far down that mug do you think you can get before someone comes and puts more coffee in? Probably not much more than a third. No, I would say it's yeah. hard to get a third into your coffee yes. before it's refilled. And of course, so every time they do that, they write down on the piece of paper how many more extra. No, they don't do that either. No, do they? no. They just constantly give you coffee <laughs> yeah. because you've paid for some. Yes, yeah. uh, I re- remember that I should tell you about my little tea anecdote after you've talked about your okay. anecdote. Yes, so do course. carry on. So, um, so you, yeah, and the, you have the, this is the experience of an American diner. So, and, and, and you know that's not going to happen in a British restaurant. You know, even in the nicest restaurant, or even gonna... one that's pretending to be an American diner. That's right. It's all the best, aren't they? Yeah, you've you've slightly misunderstood. I've been to, I, and we have quite a nice diner, dinerish deli place near mm. us. And you have to, if you want a pickled cucumber, yeah. you have to pay for each little slice. So that, <laughs> I'd like a new green, please. That'll be £2.20. And I'd like a sweet and sour. That'll be £2.20. That's <laughs> like they slice one. And you want, oh, I'll have some matzo crackers with the chopped liver. That'll be another £2.20. Can I have some more matzo crackers? Yes, that'll be another £2.20. <laughs> you haven't quite got it. It's brilliant. By George, you haven't got it. <laughs> So you go and and so I can I see your Russian book, please. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, you go into this place. We sat down, and of course, no one. There was no water or anything ridiculous. No, like of course not. Um, what was on the table? Were, well, on the table was a wooden block that contained the two laminated menus. Oh, those yes. And a slit that wasn't even wide enough to contain them. Getting them back in again was phenomenally difficult. Was the lamination slightly peeling apart? Oh, yes, of the course, and a little bit yeah. dirty, but orange marks <laughs> yes. all over it, that kind of thing. Mm. Um, but the, again, they all seemed quite reasonably priced, and so I went up to the counter, 
uh, in the other room mm-hmm. and, and said to the <laughs> nice lady, she's a nice enough lady, and I said, um, I, I, we ordered two burgers and chips and a couple of drinks. And she mm-hmm. said, OK, I'll bring that all over. That's nice of her. You don't have to come to the <laughs> kitchen. I to go and cook my burger myself. <laughs> and I sat down and, um, and she brought our drinks over. And they had Fentiman's uh, drinks, so I had a nice Curiosity mm-hmm. Cola. So that's good. good. So it was all looking very promising at this point. Um, and then she brought a tray of a little metal silver tray of, of condiments Lovely. for our table, yeah. on which was uh, two packages of salt that looked like they were from a dollhouse. I think I imagine there was two of pepper as well. Dolly salt. And then two sachets of ketchup. Oh, as I was driving up here today, yeah. um, there was a big truck that was driving obnoxiously, and on the side it said the world's best... No, it was. It was said, the world's best producer of pepper mills. <laughs> That's controversial, because there's some very Huge. fine pepper yeah. mill production. So anyway, they may, they may, they, they weren't needed at this That's restaurant. That's true. She'd eschewed such things. <laughs> yes. So we, we, um, I looked at this, and, and I'd previously ranted at Paul Laura about uh, ketchup in sachets and places that don't give you enough. That's, your, I, that's your girlfriend, isn't indeed. it? Indeed. Yeah. But I'd never, never seen one each, ever in my life. That was amazing. Yeah. And so, and I'd previously... One of you could have sacrificed yours for the other. <laughs> no, dear, please. We actually had that fight. So I've said to, and I was saying to, I told Laura before that when this happens, what I tend to do is say, can you bring me an improbable amount more ketchup. Yeah, can, can you use the me? word improbable? Exactly. Yeah. You, have, you use hyperbole because then that I've might said, just bring you enough. I've and said also it diffuses. The... Exactly. Exactly. And I've, I've, said to the person, I've said to people before, can you bring me, I want a lot of ketchup. Can you bring me about three times more than yeah. you currently Exactly. And as I was saying, when I go to Burger King, I will actually say to them, I say, what would you like to order? And I said, well, I'd like some ketchup, please. And with the ketchup, I'd like uh, Whopper with whatever, mm-hmm. uh, and you know, you make it very clear. That's yeah. a bit of a joke, and they think it's funny, but they will usually then stick a handful. In, yeah, stick a handful. They know, try and mm-hmm. be funny themselves and give you just enough. And of course, if you're buying, say, a drive-through mm. in a Burger King, it makes sense to give you ketchup in sachets. And of course, yeah. Burger King sachets are quite thick, aren't they? They've yes. got a couple of a good <coughs> serving in yeah, there. Yeah. But of course, these were not such things. These were those flimsy, you know, Filled you can with rub red the water. plastic together. <laughs> yeah. Uh, little Filled with homeopathic kind of, yeah, ketchup. Yeah, homeopathic dose of ketchup. Mm. Um, and there were just, just two. Between us, which was very funny. So the lady came over with our burgers, and as she as she served them, and it was it was supermarket. Oh, so, so yeah, if you'd have taken the patty out, you could have bent them double on themselves. It was you could have created the letter S with the hamburger. <laughs> it was, it was. little rinds around the burger, and, and the you end. know there was some cold lettuce and a cold slice of tomato who'd been stuck in. Oh, we had it with cheese for an extra thirty p, and it was one yeah, slightly yeah, misplaced dairy. slice of um of dairy. Uh, not dairy leaf, even worse, the 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 prepackaged. Plastic cheese. As the smart price. Yeah, that's right. It was not even square on the vogue, dangling over the side. It was brilliant. Um, and so I said to the lady, because she seemed nice enough, and I said, could uh, you bring you, us... Did I say, say it in the tone you actually said it. I said... So the ladies and gentlemen can I'll judge try you. to repeat the moment. Okay. I said... Um, and she said, yes, your burgers. Mm-hmm. I said, oh, excuse me, would it be possible to get lots and lots more ketchup? And that's what I said. Okay, lots and, and the lady more. responded. And she said, those first two, they're free. After that, we charge for them. <laughs> I was genuinely dumbstruck. I'd never. Expe- I just couldn't believe my ears. You, ju- there's less. There's le- genuinely less than five milliliters yes, of ketchup. Yes, be about two and a half. Or it's three. not a teaspoonful no. of ketchup inside one of these things. And we had one each for a burger, which wasn't enough to moisten the bread in the burger and all our chips as well. 
Well, they were oven chips. And yeah. she, uh, well, the chips were actually quite nice. They were oven chips. They weren't. They were fried. They were fried. No, they weren't. They were, and they were quite nice. But <laughs> you're just common. <laughs> just deluded. Yeah. Um, and, and so I, I was, I was just dumbstruck and, and I just stared at the you wall. You were about to say something. No, I, I, I didn't even know if I was. I, just, I probably would have gone insane if Laura hadn't been there to give me a look to mm. tell me not to. But... I um, <laughs> I put my one sachet in my burger because that's where it, it was a dreadful burger. And that's where it really needed the, the yeah. ketchup. And then Laura was trying to give me hers, and we had. Uh, I was arguing, no, it's no. I'm not going to make you suffer. <laughs> no, just because of this. Please, darling, situation. leave me. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Take my <laughs> Save sachet yourself. So in the end, because she's like Jesus, she yeah. uh, shared hers for chip dipping. So we used hers. Sadly, she wasn't sufficiently like Jesus because she didn't make fifty sachets. <laughs> no, but she did comment that the chip dipping sachet did last longer than we had expected. So yeah. in that respect, she was quite she was a like, bit Jesus. like Jesus. Yeah. yeah. So that was my chop <laughs> incident. But what it says to me is, it's about contempt. It's an it's an it's a direct well, act a, of contempt. It's about metering and rationing and contempt. Yeah. And 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 it makes no sense because you can walk into a supermarket and buy vast quantities of ketchup for reasonably cheap prices. If you got as the smart price ketchup, absolutely, which I, I wouldn't. But even if you, but if even that's cheap, probably yeah. what's in those yeah, packs. Exactly. Sachets. It's a vinegary, watery stuff. Mm-hmm. And for tiny amounts of money. Well, it's always wondered me why people choose such a annoying totems, which won't actually make any difference or no substantive difference to the bottom line, mm-hmm. and yet are so symbolically annoying. Yes. To your clients. Now, I'll give you an example. There's mm-hmm. an interesting example of this. Um, uh, as you know, um, we've, we've flown once or twice on the Virgin Atlantic mm-hmm. upper class because of various class, corrupt, you know? corrupt, corrupt deals that we've managed when to When you get. say we, you're not talking about me, I'm afraid no, no, to say. No, Sadly, Victoria, I've never got higher than premium economy. Yeah. And, uh, and it, it, it's very nice, as you would imagine. Mm-hmm. But, they're, but they, they're, they give you the, the, this little... Tiny, tiny little bowl. It's it's maybe the size of four thimbles fused together, mm-hmm. um, filled well, filled with with about literally three or four crisps in them, chi- potato chips as right. the Americans call them. And I always j- I joked with them. I said, "Why do you give so few?" And they said, "Management have decided we're only allowed to have one bag to fill the whole cabinet." <laughs> So well, why don't they? Why don't they give? Because everybody was asking for some more, you know, uh-huh. their drinks, whatever. And they said, "Oh, sorry, we've run out." And said, "Well, why don't they give you another bag?" And they claim weight restriction. <laughs> and you think of all the things, you know, just just take another bag or two of crisps. It's going to cost you an extra three or four pounds, and the fuel will probably be at a twenty or thirty p, if that. And I'm oh, being and so amazingly like generous. Yes, I'm saying like, even at worst. <laughs> And yet, it makes right at the beginning of the night, it makes such a, you know, you yeah. think, it, it, again, it's niggardliness. And, and you're thinking, why are you, why, why has some bean counter used that mm-hmm. as the totem yes. to justify <laughs> his day in work? And it's the same sort of mentality. It doesn't make any difference. You know, if you had a bottle of ketchup on the table, oh, yeah. oh it's a disease factor. Well, there are other ways of doing it. No, if, you, if you're so worried about that, then have a little, have a little, do that poncy little thing, have a little porcelain dish mm-hmm. and, the put the, and, yeah. and put the ketchup in it from the kitchen. Yeah. Your costs will go up by, again, maybe 20 or 30p a day, if that. Put, but put, a, penny, like- put a penny on every meal. Yeah, chances are someone won't write a blog post recommending they don't go to your restaurant. Yeah, and, they, and you won't feel just that slight crookedness 
Oh, it makes me so sad. How much does an upper class ticket cost on on Virgin? Um, it very much depends on. So you just don't walk in and buy one. Oh, walk in and buy one. Well, yeah. you'd, you'd have to be a slight madman to do <laughs> okay. that. But no, but no, businessmen do that because yeah. they they want to get. It's all expensive. Let's well. say, yeah, exactly. And also the reason they want to get it is because it's flexible, so they can then say, "Well, I'm coming back tomorrow, not the next day, or whatever." Mm-hmm. And to go to America, that a return ticket for that would probably cost you four, four and a half thousand pounds. Right. So you know you think how much is a packet of crisps? Mm, well, if, if you're an airline bulk purchasing, which they probably yeah. will, I doubt the, the big kettle I doubt they're paying much more than a pound for a packet. Right. Yeah, I just I just wondered if that, that contrast <laughs> exactly. seems to spring to mind. Exactly, and then that's that's per person. So it's not it's not like everybody's being bought a packet of crisps. Even if every single person were yes. bought it, as you think, <laughs> one four thousand for the ticket price would probably go with it. I uh, one thing I was I've flown BA quite a few times. Oh, that said, I mean you can sometimes get ticket prices up. You know, you can get four or five or six hundred pounds. But the businessman in his suit and tie is paying a lot more than mm-hmm. that. So if, I've flown BA a few times recently, and if you fly <coughs> in uh, what they call World Traveller or World Traveller Plus, which is which the is economy or yeah, premium yeah, yeah. economy, you get given uh, a newspaper as, as yes. you set off on your journey. And that offered a newspaper, and that newspaper is the Daily Mail. Yeah, right. And and so you know what you know what Victoria or I say whether, oh no, can I have a newspaper instead, please? Uh, that's clever. Not a, not this rag. That's what he <laughs> Hold on, why have you taken the toilet paper out of the loose? <laughs> Would you like some more plug? No, I'm fine, thanks. Have a bit more. The ma- no, because the magic of ice with your drink is it just keeps refilling. There's as much in my glass now as yeah, it was when I started. Exactly. Right, it's magic. So so yeah. So uh, and so what I tend to do is I they they offer it to me and I go. Oh, good grief, no. And, and they and the tent... The, you know what's happened? Because I assume what's going to happen is they're going to look at me like I'm some sort of madman, mm. like I'm some sort of sneering idiot. Mm. Why would you possibly be offended at being offered mm. a copy of the Daily Mail? Yeah, so you think you're being a cross with them for offering you a paper yeah. rather than... But to... they all... I think it's been 100% of the time. And I've flown BA maybe five Why or six times Why do BA have a deal years. with the Daily Mail? They go... They fight, they've always gone... Yeah, I know. They they understand and they apologise for handing well, it out. Yeah, and but, then what they do is yeah, they but they're come all back. gay. They're all gays and floozies not, in no, cabin not, crew. Only and so, on, and so, and not so, on British Airways. Oh no! They, oh no! They don't employ gays, do they? They 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 won't. I, we couldn't possibly. That's absolutely yeah. flat out not true. Mm. The BA have any discrimination, but they don't. Virgin seem to exclusively have gays uh, and floozies. Young young excitable ladies and and homosexual gentlemen. Yes. Um, whereas BA just seem to have ladies in their fifties. Yes, as far as I can school, tell, schools, retired um, school teachers, or but anyway, they're, yeah. they're all very. They all seem to understand about why I'd be offended by the Daily Mail, and then they get this spear off, and they'll come back with a, like a Telegraph. I think it's the only other paper they've got. And it's not much. Telegraph better, is fine, but it's fine. It's got a crossword I can do on the back and stuff it's like print. that. At least a newspaper. Exactly, and so but they understand, and I love that they understand. I always think they're going to think I'm mad, but they don't. Yeah. Well, I mean, other things that happen similarly in this country with regard to being niggardly are. Take it. They will. I, I did this once. I, I ordered a tea. Mm-hmm. It was a. It wasn't a particularly posh restaurant, but it was. But it was. You know. Again, I think it was in a town. Uh, I was. I think I was visiting a customer or something, and I, of course, I wasn't actually offered anything in the meeting. Oh, God, no, no. God forbid. Oh, no. So in the next to the station, I was having a tea afterwards, and I ordered a cup of tea, and they put in the, the weakest little tea. Little tea bag that they could. Was it in a cup or a teapot? The the the, the, the tea bag was put in the teapot in a yes. little one of those teapots for one kind mm-hmm. of thing, and it was a very very weak tea bag. It was probably one of those those Lipton um, orange tea bag with the little orange labels mm-hmm. that barely colours the tea. They barely colours the water. So I said, "Oh, could I have another tea bag, please?" And I said, "You'll have to buy another pot of tea for that." <laughs> I thought you know you spent you've charged one pound eighty or two pounds uh-huh. something what 
For which, for which you could buy a box of tea bags. Yeah, and you've given me some hot water and uh-huh. uh, and this little tea bag. Come on, just... Yeah. Oh, why, why are you doing this? Why? What, is, what do you get out of your life that allows you to do that sort yeah. of thing? I don't understand that mentality. It's, it, even saying job's worth is being too generous because... It, that suggests that there's some method behind it, but there isn't. I don't even think they're considering it. It's a, yeah. no, no. In fact, no. I th- no. I, I beg your pardon. I think it's the opposite. I was saying. I think it's worse than that. I think they are considering it. It's right. not like they're on automatic. And it's like, no, I'm not going to give you another one of those. Um, something bad will happen, and <laughs> you know, we can't afford to do it. They're not thinking it through. A strange thing I've noticed about Starbucks is they charge different amounts for different sizes of tea. <clears throat> Yes. Which is just a different amount of hot water. Yes. Starbucks will give you a glass of a mug of hot water for free. Mm-hmm. They will top up the amount of hot water in your tea mm-hmm. for free. So if you buy a grande, a medium tea from Starbucks yeah. and you get halfway down, you go, Can I get some more hot water in this? I go, Of course you can. Yes. <laughs> give it back. But yet they will charge you an extra thirty P if you get the larger tea. Well, you, size. You're, they're charging you for some more hot water, but no they're not. They're charging you for some more initial hot water. That's right. So I and I, I wonder. One time, what I want to do is go and buy a because you know they in Starbucks they have everyone thinks they have only three sizes and they, they go do. oh they're all far too big Ooh, yeah. tall tall grande and venti and they go oh tall's far too big for me then ask for a short they they have a smaller size it's called short they just don't put it on the on the boards no, they just call it small that's why you have short and tall because it's short and tall that's why you had that's why tall is the smaller size because they started with short and tall and then American consumers demanded larger and larger quantities. Oh. And so you got the. That's why the Grande was called that, and then eventually the Venti was the was the largest. Enough. Um, so what I want to do is buy a short. Can I say? Can I get a short tea in a Venti mug, and mm-hmm. then ask for some more hot water? Yeah. <laughs> I can't be bothered. It's twenty eight minutes. Twenty nine right. minutes. Um, and so that's my test. I'm going to see if they'll do that. See if they will secede. Do you think they will? I hope so. Hmm. Have, have you any had any experiences similar to that in the U, U, in the UK? What the the to other things? Mm. Uh, we talked about the, the bloody the decaf. Yeah, I mean, in the past. Um, it, it's something that you you. It's just it's endemic. It's everywhere. It it's in, every time you go into a clothing shop and you walk in and you just look at the, the stuff, they go, "Oh bloody hell!" It's just a look on everyone's face whenever you walk anywhere in Britain. It's oh bloody hell! You've come in my shop and now I'm going to have to I'm probably have to clean it all up. Question? <laughs> yeah, you're going to leave footprints. No, yeah, that's a joke. Gonna, you said you've come in my shop. Oh, don't we don't do rude jokes. No, we don't. You're a very unpleasant, young man. Oh, yeah. I'll tell you what this podcast done to me. What? You can't walk around Cheddar Gorge if you're a rum's do- rum doings listener. Why not? Every single sign in the whole of Cheddar Gorge has the word cream teas written on it. Well, you know, it's all a... I can do is just think, this place is a real problem. But it's safe. It's a safe, it's a <laughs> so safe area. It's very safe, but there's a big problem they're trying yes. to curve. The gorge. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder if there's cream teas anywhere in my Cheddar Guide. Yeah. Cheddar Caves and Gorge. I imagine that if you went to the, the cream teas... And they probably give you a very, 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 very tiny pot of of uh, actually thin, the people of thinny ne- trees jam, and you'd ask for another little pot of jam, and they would <laughs> you say, "I'm sorry, you have to leave." Yes. <laughs> we've never been so offended in all yeah. our lives. No, there are no cream teas on that leaflet. Either. Oh, I can't find the word cream teas anywhere. Well, that's very sad. That is very disappointing. It is disappointing. The other great thing about Cheddar Gorge is if you park in town, there's this car park which is about five spaces wide, and it's three pounds per car to park there and literally 10 metres further away from that is a free parking space it's a huge car park for free <laughs> I love the mentality of the person I'll pay £3 please rather than walk 10 metres yes that sounds like the sort of no, you can park for free at Cheddar Gorge it's very strange ample parking <laughs> would you recommend 
the ladies and gentlemen visit Cheddar Gore. Yes, I would. I'll tell you why. Because of the, yeah, do. the ice cream salesman. We, we wanted an ice cream. Did and, you? And I went up to this... Ca- it was like a booth on the side of a restaurant sticking out to the side of the road. And I said, to, I went up and I said to the guy, do you know what I fancy? Because they had, they had lots of lovely, freshly made, proper ice creams. Yeah. But I, I saw that someone walking away with a 99 and I thought... Mm, I want some of I that. I have a taste for the plastic. vegetable. And yeah. I, that's what I said. I, I said, I'm very sorry, but I kind of want the plasticky uh, pretend ice cream. And he went, well, you won't get any here, he said. Because that... Said there's no vegetable oil. There's no. It's made from proper. And it's you're getting off this fantastic mm. rant, but he was really enthusiastic about it, and he was joking about how you know cheap and tacky the stuff normally mm. is, and how great this is. And then he was telling us stories about how um, the, the, the all these people were trying to uh, trying to some, some sales reps are coming down saying, oh, we try this, you'll get an extra four per liter mm. out of this. And it's like because they just put more air in, and it's not okay with me. And he was like getting all wound up about this, really enthusiastic and lovely, and he was very generous to us and very friendly. And then he told us that some of the walls ice creams he was selling have flavored have coloured with beetroot and this kind of stuff and he's just a really chatty friendly guy hmm. and um, I thought yes that's that's customer service uh, you bought nothing from him because of it that's right I punched him right in the face no you didn't because he didn't I have it of course I bought him I bought a delicious 99 no he had the I bought a 99 but it wasn't it was made of proper ice cream it was absolutely delicious how did that work well it was it's it's, it's dairy it's all real yeah but how did that work as I don't a taste, know. as a taste sensation just taste, it tasted very similar bizarrely but it was actually but it was very nice and it had a flake in the middle it was great the frozen flake in the middle of the ice cream is a, is one of the world's treats, isn't it? Absolutely, and especially in uh, a cold February. It is. I was in Boston when I was very young, in the middle of one of the worst snow blizzards that they'd had for mm-hmm. decades, and we went to a homemade ice cream shop. Excellent. And it was very warming, because I think the fats and the ice cream and the mm. sugars are very, very nice and warming. So there's the top tip of the day. If you're very cold, have a delicious ice cream. Have a delicious ice cream. I, I really am... Not okay with people dictating when and where you're allowed to consume various items. Like the, the thing that probably is the most annoying, coming back to ketchup, is people yes. who say that you can't have ketchup with not. that. Yes. Why not? What crazy, insane law says that where, where and when you're you allowed know to what have Victoria ketchup? Says? She goes to all Sanctimo and says, Ooh, I'm sorry, I'd like to taste the ingredients that the food is made of. I said, Well, I don't really care. I'd like to enhance those flavours <laughs> yes. with delicious, yes. sweet ketchup. Yes. Exactly. No, no, apparently to have any condiments is to betray <laughs> the racial purity of the food. Well, there, I, wouldn't want, I, I wouldn't want to have ketchup with a chicken curry. Or ice cream. Or ice cream. <coughs> but someone else might, and they're very entitled to. But the we were talking say, about... Oh, you can't have ketchup with curry. Ugh. Weren't we talking about this last time or the time before where your dad... Became... I don't know, I have no idea what we were talking no, about. We were, no, but we were talking about how people get oh, very incensed... Oh, pork, yeah. Get very incensed about food-related <laughs> items. Having and... the wrong jelly with my meat. Yes, and people... people be- Start thinking it's a moral outrage yeah, rather than right. just an aesthetic choice. <laughs> so, uh, did you try? You 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 asked. You phoned me. You said you're going to mm-hmm. have. Uh, or you texted me. You're going to have yes. red currant jelly with your chicken. Did you have it? I'm afraid we'd run out of red oh, currant jelly. Oh, that's so sad. It is sad, isn't it? I'm really disappointed. I had cranberry sauce though, and I enjoyed that. So you've got a lot to live up to. Cranberry sauce man. is too bitter. Well, I don't know what chicken. cranberry sauce you've probably just been eating raw cranberries with that's your chicken. Right. That's Mistakenly little... doing that. I wish I could find some cranberry sauces a little bit tartar. It's far too sweet for most of my likings. <laughs> most of your likings? Yes. What percentage of your likings would you say? I'd say at least 87% of them. I've got another prop with me this week. Oh, you've got a newspaper. Do the Andrew Collins thing then. I'm just going to pick the fresh in the Daily Mail. In the Daily Mail, they oh, no, don't like the Daily Mail. We've already done the obvious, oh, we don't like the Daily Mail obvious talk today. This is from... Oh, sorry, I kicked, I, kicked the, I kicked the cord. Oh, the whole podcast is going to go ruined. 
<laughs> that's not be enough. that'll be worth an hour fighting over a newspaper in front of the microphone. Yes. No. <laughs> the reflexes are terrible. So I want you to try to guess what this might be. It's from March fourteenth, nineteen ninety-seven. Oh, 97? Yes. Oh, I was looking to... Uh, just, can you just flip, flip, flip that no, around? I no, because there's an advert for, for an ICL computer there. There we just, go. I just want to see... Um, it's the best head start for your early oh, learners. no, IT. IT, apostrophe. With IT. IT's the best uh, Yes, start. with IT is bold. IT's... You need the best IT curriculum support resource to give your young students a learning boost right from the start, and that's why ICL's partner pr- products are ideal for your classroom. Mm-hmm. There you go. So can you guess what it is? Can you guess which newspaper it is from that that, that advert? The Times Education Supplement. Mm-hmm. So what yeah. do you reckon the, the article might be? About too much snogging in playgrounds. If only it were. Mm-hmm. It's called, its title is Time to Stop Hiding Behind Pilot Studies. Oh, is it? Child of the computer age, newly graduated Nick Mailer is impatient <laughs> with the obfuscations of those seeking our votes. Oh, right. you. Oh, yes. I'd forgotten. I used to write lots of articles for the TES. 13 years ago. Oh, dear. That sounds terrible. <laughs> 13 years I, ago. I used to write for all these papers. I know. It used to be important. It used to, be, used to count for something. I did used to count for something. Now yeah. I'm nothing. That's very exciting. I should scan this in so Why our readers have can have it. Um, I assume what happened was that when you, at the time, well, I think we just got to know each other about a few months before then, hadn't mm-hmm. we? And I imagine you told me. That you've been published. And you love me so much you went and bought, or maybe you were suspic- sufficiently suspicious. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, bollocks he has. Yes, yeah. um, and then I found it, and, and I guess I must have put it in a what was file it, or something. What was it about then? There Let's see. Uh, zoom, zoom, zoom. What does it say about you at the end? Read the Nick Mail a bit. He's a corporate support engineer with EasyNet. Oh, EasyNet. Let's see what my. Um, Let's see what my last uh, paragraph was. It is now time for ministers to stop procrastinating and to put their money where their mouths are. Give the schools their connections and train them in using the available services. Then let them get on with integrating a vibrant and exciting global education into a corner of every classroom. Yes, this is about people You're just going... like John Gorms and Richard Lifton, you are. Yes. Just the same. Yes. Oh, this is... Where the... I'm going in just in the middle of it. Uh-huh. Where the illiterati still whisper, there be dragons, those who have sailed beyond this prejudice have discovered new lands that should excite anyone who has a modicum of interest in education and its possibilities beyond merely filling up a young head with pre-digested knowledge patterns. Uh, this was about, yes, because it's very good 13 years ago, yeah, I think. The people were going on about the internet and whether it should be allowed in schools and that kind of thing, and I was mm-hmm. suggesting, you know, I think basically my argument was if you don't, your pupils are going to do it anyway, so you might as well. This is even. This was before Google. Yeah. This is before Google existed, let alone Wikipedia. Your email address was. I don't know. Is it just cookies? It's pronounced. Yeah, K O E K. Cookie at cookie.org.uk. Yeah, no longer. Doesn't work anymore because no, someone I... <laughs> forgot to renew cookie.org, didn't they? Yeah, there you go. Bringing up memories of previous. It's good. Didn't you write a book about this? Yes, two. You wrote two books. Yes. Was it just a re- was it a second edition or a whole separate book? A uh, separate. Well, well, second edition is my book was completely rewritten and very. Good. Oh yeah. Well, I guess it would have been slightly relevant to internet in schools a year or two years later, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's it. So a... what do you think now? Do you think they should allow the internet into schools now? Mm, no, I think there should just be chalkboards and film... <laughs> that's right. Chalkboards and film projectors. That's... <laughs> I, I've regressed in my, in my utopian visions. Film projectors? Like digital projectors? Or do you mean uh, reel-to-reel film projectors? No, or as, as, as I've always said, I, 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 my, some of my fondest memories are in, 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 the, in America, actually, when, when I was there, when my dad was doing his degree... And uh, we watched this educational film about making donuts with a 16mm film projector. Oh, yeah. And you know the biggest treat? Yeah. Afterwards, the teacher replayed it 
backwards. Hey. They just re- replayed it through, and you saw all the donuts going back up into oh, the spout, magic. And uncooking themselves. Wow. And the sound of the rejector going. I thought it was a that, that was a great format, but you can't really achieve that sort of thing with it. Well, you can. You can just play it backwards on a DVD, but it doesn't have the same. No, it doesn't have the same activity. You're not literally playing the film backwards back through it. It's I remember wonderful. when I must have been. You're too. You're just. I think because you're a few. Yeah, you're just. Yeah. You just missed the crossover. No, no. I was saying, when I was 13, we are neighbor lent us their VHS player because mm. we had never we never had one really and it was over Christmas they were going away for Christmas and they thought it might be nice for us kids to be able to watch videos over Christmas oh, that's nice so they lent us this and my dad so my dad <coughs> saw this as an opportunity to educate me in the ways of all films that matter so he went and rented things like Red Sonja and Willow and all these kind of movies I was like, yeah, he read Delhi Debbie does probably, Dallas he and... probably didn't rent Red Sonja actually because no. that's maybe a bit rude but he got Willow and I think there's some other fantasy I noticed films. something disturbing about your father oh yeah He's on Facebook and he actually posts there. I know. I don't you don't kids. want that. I, I no. can't imagine my father and your father about the same age, and yeah. I just can't <laughs> imagine. But then again, your dad was always like—he was an early liked, adopter of all. And he, yeah, he yeah. always liked playing video games. There was my yeah. dad wasn't. Whereas my dad's a proper dad, whereas your dad, <laughs> your, your dad, your dad's like, oh, I, I play video games, dad, which is wrong for. His but he's generation. not. But he's never. He's but it's like, wrong for his generation to do he's that. Not, but he's incorrect. not. But actually, it's not though. That's the interesting thing because it, it is his. It was his generation who were making and playing video games in the 1980s. So you know, he was in the 1980s, which is what 150 years ago. Mm. He was young enough to be to be doing all that sort of stuff, and then he's just stuck with it. They, but he, he wasn't. He was a dentist. He shouldn't yeah. have been playing them. It wasn't. But he was writing field. them too. He wrote a game called Warlock that got. Uh, they pay. I think a, a magazine paid to print the uh, the code, so you could type it in for yourself. Um, right. And they pay. I think they paid him twenty-seven pounds for it. Oh, a lot um, in those days, one hundred and fifty years. Yeah, one hundred and fifty years ago. And then he bought his house with the proceeds. Oh, that's right. That's right. Based on Warlock. For his uh, birthday a few years ago, I made him a T-shirt which had um, a, a bit on the front, text on the front from the game, and then some of the code on the back. He must have liked that. He likes very much. Yes. Did he started to cry. No, I don't think he started to cry. Oh, he should have. This computer, by the way, in this ICL advert, yeah. it is. Are you ready for these specs? Yeah. It's a one hundred and thirty-three megahertz Pentium processor. <laughs> Well, oh that's, boy. okay, 133. No, no, but yeah. okay, no, 133 Pentium processor. Mm-hmm. The latest uh, Google Google Nexus One f- telephone has got a one gigahertz processor, <laughs> i.e., a thousand megahertz. <laughs> and guess, in how, the telephone. guess how much RAM it has? Oh, let me th- uh, 16 meg? 16 meg of RAM, you're right. Well, that was a lot then, you know. Oh, Windows, yeah. Windows 95 only needed four. No, our eight. computer at the time had, I remember upgrading from two to four meg of RAM hmm. on our PC back in about 96. The, yeah. the Amiga could have eight at most, but nobody actually had eight. No, that would be silly. What would you do with it? Yeah, exactly. Ridiculous. It's true. Shows you how inefficient we've become. Our computers still take just as long to boot as they did in those days. Um, mm-hmm. my, modern, my modern laptop takes as long to boot as my Amiga used to take to boot off its floppy disk drive. It really... We're waste, we've squandered these resources <laughs> unbelievably. Because, yeah. you know, we are tens of thousands of times faster and millions of times more capacity and RAM and... Yet, isn't that what Google are trying to do with the Google with the Chrome OS? Is the idea is instant loading? Yeah, and then you find that the reason it's instant loading is because it actually doesn't have anything. It's a web it's browser. Just, it's just it's just a web. It's a Linux kernel with a web browser. With a web browser, browser yes. and absolutely nothing else. I mean, it's, it's not complete, magic. Completely useless. Oh, not completely. Useless. Well, if the internet goes down. You can't use your PC at all. It has no function at all. Yeah, but that's Google's game, isn't it? You, they want you to become completely dependent mm-hmm. on them, which seems a very it's bad called idea. the cloud. Yes, you just just trust the cloud. Cloud saving and stuff like that for gaming is is, is a great idea. Anything but it has trivial to, is fine. Has yeah. to be optional. No, trust the cloud. Well, yeah. the, the word cloud 
tells you why I can't ever trust it. Let's because store all it's an of our business data yeah. on Google servers. There's mm, a good idea. Yeah, what happened to those Chinese dissidents who tried to do... Ooh, hmm. I think we haven't heard from them recently. <laughs> yeah, but in fairness, that wasn't that. Google did take a, quite a stand against that, didn't they? Well, yes. After the Chinese dissidents had been well, they got hacked. It wasn't their fault. They hacked into little pieces. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. No, I'm sure it wasn't their fault, but it was the fault of anybody who trusted their very obviously and prominently available servers mm-hmm. in their cloudy and unspecified configuration to be a resource in which to store all your evil plans to overthrow the Chinese yeah, government. That's right. Hooray for the Chinese government. for They're hacking. great, aren't they? We should all be supporting them in their newfound endorsement of capitalism. Yes. They're brilliant, the Chinese they, government. They've got the best of all worlds because they don't have capitalism without any, without any of that pesky democracy. That's right, that's silly, naughty... De- they don't have to educate their women and stuff like that. That would be awful. It's if they had great. To do that. I wish we all lived in... Oh, we, we soon will. Do you think? Yeah, China basically owns... Well, it owns America, for sure. It owns America. Uh, I mean, Martin Coxall, our Tory friend, (laughs) uh, I I was discussing with him, well, okay, if if the amount of money that we owe is so bad and the deficits are so bad, it really, there's no... We can't pay it back. You know, we never can pay it back. It's ridiculous, these sums of money. So what can we do? He says, well, maybe... If we gave well Wales to the Chinese and just said, "Well, you can have That's it good idea, in yeah. exchange," yeah. but I wonder whether Wales would be worth all our debts. Ooh, it's no, got Snowdonia. I, no, but seriously, Quite I mean, nice. do you think if you gave or if you said, "We'll give you all of Wales," do you get the people and they find their financial worth? And mm, yeah, I think then probably if you have got the people and then what they can generate. Can they do, maybe, just the land itself? I don't know. know. I think the, if you I turned, think, Wales, I think if you got rid of all the people, it might be worth more because don't the people. You are aren't the people subsidised for more than they produce? I don't know. I think if, England. If you, I think England give Wales more money than uh, Wales gives anybody else. Oh no, I don't think that's right. If you turned Wales over, would it say "Made in China" on the bottom? <laughs> that would be good. Yes, <laughs> but I mean, I, I wouldn't mind doing that. But I just don't think we get a lot out of it. Be like going into a pawn shop and finding that this lovely little jewel. <laughs> no, it won't barely touch the bottom. Poor, poor Wales. Yes. You like Wales, you've got a... I'm half Welsh. Go on, speak the silly language then. I don't speak any Welsh. Bord smoothio. That's an ironing board. Is it? Yes. Bord smoothio. That that tells you everything. (laughs) (laughs) My dad tells me they had a competition to decide the Welsh word for television. Mm -hmm. Um, So that's nice. (laughs) I'm glad they did. It was like a prize you could win. Did they do the same thing that they did in Hebrew then? What's that? Uh, For electricity. Well, Hebrew, they need to do a word for electricity in modern right. Hebrew. So, I might have mentioned this before, but I don't care. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they lo- went back and said, well, electricity itself comes from the Greek word, for, ele- for which is electron, and the word electron means amber, because they used to rub amber right. and create a static charge, which is where they got the idea of electricity mm-hmm. from. So what they did is they, they, they then took the Hebrew word for amber, and they derive the word for electricity from that so that's why it's called hashmo which is the same word for amber so right. maybe 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 welsh did the same thing they just looked for the they looked for the welsh word for far seeing which is what television really means well don't, don't forget television, Distant, television is a portmanteau of two languages though isn't it yes which languages greek and uh latin which is which is the greek Te- or tele would be the greek and latin would be the well television yes yeah i know some stuff and which is why in germany it's called what's television called um, das Television. Fernsehen. 
Oh, yeah. Uh, found far Zen seeing. Oh, right. It's the far seeing. Excellent. I like that. <laughs> yes. I can see all the way to London. Yes. On this little box. <laughs> sometimes to the moon, sometimes back to the part. Oh, Grandad, what were you doing? <laughs> In black and white, there with that strange armband on. Wir müssen nicht so fernsehen. Yes. Enjoying yourself in German over there. It's time to stop. It's gone 47 minutes. No, it hasn't. It has. All right. I'm afraid we have to say goodbye to our dear listeners. Goodbye. Don't cry. Wipe the tear, baby dear, from your eye. We should finish with that every time. Yes, we will. Bye-bye. Bye.